What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Welcome to New Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. And today I have a fantastic guest. We've had him on before from the Macroverse. Now he got some awesome new updates and a lot of stuff that's been popping. People have been asking about blockchain, NFTs. Well, guess what? Homie has some stuff going on with that. I'm very happy to introduce the one and only Eben Matthews. How are you, brother? I'm doing great, man. Thanks so much for having me on today. No, no, thanks you for coming on, you know, and, and, and talking about all the fantastic updates that we have, uh, or rather you have all about the uh, Macroverse and, and the Makerverse, you know? Indeed. You epics <laughs> and uh, a bunch of stuff going on. So before we lots get of, into all that, <laughs> yeah, before we get into all that awesomeness, how are you, have you been? Uh, doing pretty well. It's been a crazy couple of years, as it has for everybody now, but uh, in, in some very good ways and some very... Uh, I don't know. I'd hesitate to say bad, but it's been a little bit of a roller coaster <laughs> and uh, very excited to kind of be able to move on to the next phase here. Yeah. Talking about next phase. Yeah. I mean, uh, Melissa, a couple of weeks ago, shout out to Melissa from a don't hide PR sent me an awesome yeah. update that you guys, had. I was like, Oh my God, yeah. these guys are doing some business. So let me actually share the screen for a moment. So I can just share that a particular press release that was sent yeah, over absolutely. to the comic state. Right. So here we go. Yeah. Introducing the Macroverse and the Macroverse Epics, right? <laughs> yeah. All new NFT platform. So, hey, wh- what is this? Wh- what's going on here? What is this update all about? Yeah, so there's two big pieces of it. You know, I'll, I'll say I, I always like to put it in this context. I am someone that has been uh, kind of made fun of at times over the course of my life for the being the person that can just hit my head hits the pillow and I'm out. Like never had a problem sleeping, like never had a problem, like just crashing and being kind of fresh and ready to go the next day. And then in January this year, we ran into all this kind of NFT, blockchain, crypto art stuff that started happening. And some people probably heard, you know, headlines of, you know, Jack Dorsey selling his first tweet for $2.5 million. And this guy named Beeple that sold, you know, a single JPEG for $70 million. And it's just like insane, you know, headlines. So I think all that is really interesting, but it's not really at the core of what we got really excited about. What we got excited about is this underlying technology, which has been keeping me up at night since January. Um, And the reason is it allows us to do some things creatively as storytellers and as a platform for storytellers that have never been possible before. And so the, the way I like to explain this to people that don't really understand NFTs or blockchain or at least the way that we're using it, it's not about kind of like Bitcoin or Ethereum or any of that kind of stuff. It's really the technology at the core of it, which is the the blockchain itself. And then for our purposes, most importantly, what are called smart contracts. And smart contracts are basically code that allows uh, people to essentially, it's code that keeps promises. Um, And so what that means is you can kind of think of the blockchain as just one like Excel spreadsheet. It's like a, a ledger. Um, and so when you make a, an entry on that ledger, it can't be changed. And so that has some really interesting applications when it comes to comics and all types of media beyond call it all the, the crypto stuff. Right. So, you know, what I love about it is let's say we're doing a new comic project. And at this point on our platform, we've launched over 45 series. We're closing in on a thousand episodes of content that we've produced over the past couple of years. But this allows us to do something which digital comics have never been able to do, which is bring true collectability to the space. And I've been collecting comics since I was a kid. 
I've been, you know, someone that was at the comic store every week, you know, trying to find that alternate cover. I've got my polybagged X-Force number one and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I know I have a Deadpool card in one of my, you know, 30 long boxes somewhere. So it's like, you know, I've, I've been part of that, you know, my entire life. And to be able to bring that kind of excitement of collectability and kind of variations and part of that kind of the, the feeling of kind of being part of the, the club, essentially, of, you know, finding something cool and owning something cool to the digital space is super exciting. And so that's what we're able to do with this new launch called Macroverse Epics, which is collectible digital comics. Um, we're the first ones to kind of figure out how to do this. So up to this point, you could probably, you know, if you went and looked, you could find individual comic covers or individual comic pages on some of these, you know, digital NFT platforms. But we're able to do a whole book, a whole story, a whole series as an NFT. And that's sort of the, the thing we're excited about is our point of differentiation. And it's uh, just the very beginning of a new opportunity for creators and for people that make content um, in this space. And so I, I just to tie up that that thread finally. So where, where the technology allows this to happen is that when you buy a Macroverse Epic, let's say one of these digital collectibles, we will know in that ledger that you got that one. So even if someone else buys another one, it's now two separate things in that Excel spreadsheet, essentially, in that permanent immutable document. So you know this is yours, you know this is yours. And so that what, what that allows you to do is have secondary market value, just like a regular collectible. So Al, if I buy one for $10 and then I sell it to you for $20, there's a record of that in the ledger. And so now we go, oh, we agree this is worth $20. So now, you know, two years from now, you can go, oh, somebody wants to buy this for $200. Well, they can see that kind of record of ownership attached to that single unique digital item. So that's where it gets really interesting and exciting. And for creators, it means secondary market sales as well. So when that transaction happens all the way down the ledger, people get a percentage of that resale value. And that's kind of incredible. Um, so that's just the tip of the iceberg on the Epic side. And then right along with that, the Makerverse part of the platform is our creator platform that's going to allow any creator to come on build their own, you know, interact with their own audience, sell their own digital collectibles, and ultimately create their own digital collectible comics as well. Got to, it got very long-winded there, but I'm excited. <laughs> I love the energy. I mean, this yeah. is exciting times, you know, especially yeah. for independent creators to make some money. I mean, yeah. you know, creators no longer need to be pitching to the big two to make the big bucks. You know, far from well, that. Yeah. This technology yeah. has allowed those opportunities for them to actually have potential to create some good revenue for themselves. A hundred percent. I mean, I think it's, you know, what I always do want to caution people about is, you know, we got, I think a lot of hype around NFTs happened earlier this year. I think we've started to see the market kind of correct to a certain degree, you know, and I like to tell creators as I'm talking to them, this is going to look kind of like the rest of the industry. It's like there's going to be some people that are doing exceptionally well that become fabulously wealthy in this you know, part of the ecosystem. There's going to be a larger number of people that make a good living. There's going to be a larger number of people that this can be their full-time job. And then there's going to be a larger number of people that is a side gig and an even larger number of people that it just doesn't work for at all. So I want to keep, you know, want to keep people realistic about kind of what, 
Uh, you know, this is not like going to solve every problem for every creator on the planet. But what it does do is it opens up a whole new avenue that didn't previously exist. And that becomes exciting. More tools in the toolbox for us to make a living, for us to connect with an audience, for us to build the kinds of things that we want to build. That and place some value to that yeah. in that digital landscape finally, because that's always yeah. been my big yeah. it's like here I am paying some of the clients for a digital piece of content as a physical yeah. piece of content. I'd rather have the that's physical it. because yeah. digital, oh no value. But if you put right. it in the context that it is now, I it's like okay, yeah. now something there. Yeah, well, that's it actually literally becomes something you can pass down to your kids. I mean, we see this already in the very short time period that this technology has existed. You know, there are projects outside of these kind of big art sales, you know, things like CryptoPunks, which was one of the first NFT projects where these things are going to maintain their value for the rest of time. I mean, there's a there's a value to the milestones along the way. So it's one of the things we we hope we get to collectively benefit from is, you know, being this kind of first NFT uh, for comics, you know, that we get to kind of have yeah. this milestone moment as well. But beyond that, you know, these are like, you know, I, I haven't been in my 30 long boxes in years, but I know there's, you know, tens of thousands of dollars probably worth of comics in there just because of when I bought them and when I collected them. You know, it goes back, you know, 35 years of collecting comics. <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh my God, cause I, have to, I had to sell about 90% yeah. of my collection. Yeah, yeah. You know, being and all that, you know. So, yeah. Uh, when I go to that Instagram, I, I'm in tears. I had this, I had that. And seeing the value behind that, I'm like, OMG, you know, it's like, babe, you have no idea what, what we could have, I could have bought a house two times. I know, ago. right? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. But that's what collectibles do. You're seeing that happen in the sports card market. I think you're seeing that happen yeah. you know, in, in comics as well. It's like, this, this allows us to take something that's very familiar in the physical world and just bring the same concepts to the digital world. And the other thing I love to kind of put it in the context in for people is gaming. You know, gaming is the most obvious kind of analog to what this allows us to do. Like, you know, people have no problem buying skins in Fortnite or, you know, playing a lot, lot of hours to earn that special, you know, bonus item in a particular game. And, you know, I, I, I think about my brother. My brother's 14 years younger than me, and he was addicted to World of Warcraft. Like, you know, just totally all in on World of Warcraft, right? And, you know, awesome game. But he spent the hours to collect, like, tons of really rare items and lots of in-game loot and all this stuff. And I don't, you know, he and a couple of his friends actually ended up selling their accounts on eBay because they had, you know, accumulated so much stuff in the game. So I think when you see what that, you know, that kind of ecosystem that already exists, now it becomes a very simple transaction where you've got some people that have the time to earn all these in-game items. And then you've got other people that don't necessarily have the time, but want all those in-game items. Now that becomes a, a, an entire ecosystem of itself where it becomes as simple as clicking a button to buy, sell, and trade those sorts of collectibles. So you think about that game, that skin in Fortnite, right now Fortnite owns that. If it was an NFT, yeah. if it had this kind of technology behind it, you would own it. You could take it out of Fortnite and sell it somewhere else. And people can build new experiences on top of that. So you could take that skin and bring it into another game or you know, bring it into yeah. a different type of experience. So there's just so many. This, this is a rabbit hole that just never ends. And this is why I've been having so problems sleeping. It's <laughs> the head just keeps exploding as you start to think about all the things that this allows us to do. And we're so early that, you know, it's really exciting to kind of be able to 
you know, put some some things out there and see, you know, what people react to, respond to and, and love and then be able to iterate from there. Is it available to creators right now if they wanted to partake? Yeah. So there's two things you can do right now. If you go to our website, which is www.macroverse.com, macroverse.com, there are two things you can sign up for right now. So we're in pre-launch at the moment. So one is if you're interested as a collector or someone that wants to um, you know, come in and, and participate in the ecosystem, either buying these collectible comics or participating with creators. There's a, a form to fill out to sign up there. And the people that register for that will get early access before everybody else. And then as a creator, there's a separate form to fill out. And we're going to start onboarding creators um, at some point this month. So we'll let people that register their interest on the website know uh, you'll be kind of first in line, first come, first serve uh, as we start to bring creators onto the platform from that side. Um, so there are those two options right now. Um, and then the other thing I can announce is we've got our first uh, selection, our, our first epics, our first collection is uh, in the final stages of production right now. So this will be launching at some time in, ju- in July. Um, and there are two things I want to call out as really cool titles for listeners of the show. We haven't announced specifically what the titles are, so that announcement will be coming soon. But one that I'm super excited about is a new series from David F. Walker, who's the creator of Bitter Roots. Um, and it is super cool. Like People are not going to want to miss out on that. And then we've got another series, which is from the producer of Portlandia and Harmon Quest, which is not going to be anything anyone expects that to come from him. But it's a really incredible lineup of great material. We're working with some really top names, both inside of comics and from the crypto space as well. So kind of bringing those two things together. Um, but we've got alternate covers and other kinds of really cool bonuses uh, in this collection from people that you've definitely heard of and that you know, and they're doing some incredible work. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of fully reveal that a little bit later this month. But um, yeah, it's, it's going to be an amazing first first collection of material. And then we've got stuff lined up for the rest of the year. So it's going to be awesome. This sounds amazing. And what yeah. about the process in itself for creators? I mean, is it any yeah. different? I mean, how does something become an NFT? I mean, is that something yeah. you guys look on the back end? What's their process look like? Yeah, the, so there's you know. it's there's two sides to it. So the the makerverse part, the creator platform, uh, will be something that ultimately anybody will be able to just come to, sign up, create an account. I kind of think of it like a little bit of like if Kickstarter. Patreon and Instagram had a you know kind of baby together a new new technology baby that's a little bit what our our platform is looking like so it's got a light social layer it's designed for people to really interact with an audience and to generate uh, you know kind of a Kickstarter style uh, campaign of ongoing interaction and so there are ways for you to as a creator say you know oh I'm I'm taking commissions now but do those as an NFT so that there's actual ownership you know in that process there's ways for creators to go and say you know if you join my you know kind of fan club like a Patreon you know I'll be able to re- I will reward the people that are in my that are in that group with specific collectibles on a monthly basis so we're building in a lot of those kinds of systems to really support this creator ecosystem and the the creator economy, so to speak. Um, And then on the comic side, on the actual collectible comic side, to start with, there's more production involved with that. So we do need to work with creators to build those at this point. Um, Our expectation is that somewhere around the end of the year, early next year, we'll have a kind of self-service version of that as well. 
Um, so ultimately, it'll be a place that you can you know, completely create and publish your own uh, collectible comics. But we'll also we're you know, we're working with creators to do that um, at the moment and, and we'll keep going from there. I wanted to ask, yeah. when was that oh shit moment for you when you said? So I, you know, <laughs> there was a, there's a, uh, I don't know, some, some of your listeners have heard of something called Clubhouse. Uh, so Clubhouse is a, uh, it's an audio app. It's sort of, sort of like a, an, a live podcast, essentially, kind of like this, where yeah. there are chat rooms of people talking. And this is where a lot of the kind of early energy around NFTs kind of started to really catch on. And so yeah, I got invited to Clubhouse from a friend of mine. Pandemic, you're just kind of like hanging out, looking for stuff to do. And so I, you know, a lot of what, a lot of what I do while I'm working actually is like listening to podcasts, watching shows. And so, you know, uh, Clubhouse became one of those things in rotation and I stumbled into some of these NFT rooms and it was just that light bulb moment. And I think it was specifically around the gaming concepts. I was in a room with the CEO of a company called Machine Zone, which is one of the, the biggest, most successful mobile gaming companies of the last decade. And he was talking about his perspective on what this would do. And this was where I really like started to put the puzzle pieces together. I was like, oh, there's this is where we get to Ready Player One was his his point of view. It's like because literally there will be these game economies that are driven by NFTs where you can have 10% of the population eventually probably making a living from playing games. These are the people that have again have the time to go invest in collecting these items. And then you'll have the other you know, part of the economy, which doesn't have the time, but has the money. And now you've got a marketplace, you know, you've got a, a supply and demand and that that will drive kind of a next generation of gaming. And then the other, so that was kind of the moment where I was like, oh, of course, like this all makes total sense to me. And then there are some of these things which we've been talking about from the beginning of Macroverse and actually going back a decade where these are things I've wanted to kind of figure out how to do and just never knew what would be the solution to do that. And so, you know, as we started to understand what we could do with all this, what this enables us to do, what we could do for ourselves as creators and what we could enable other creators to do, it was like, oh, wait a second. Like that idea I had 10 years ago that nobody understood how it was going to work or what the tech solution was going to be for that. This is that. Like, so it's, you know, personally, it's super... Yeah, it's, you know, it's, you know, for that point of view, it's really exciting to me because literally there were some of these ideas where it's like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to do these things. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, not only can I do them, but we're doing them. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's very cool. I, yeah. I, I can't, let's take a look at the website, too, so people can take a quick look. Because again, I've been showing it off, Macroverse, right? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, man, check it out right here. You know, an epic upgrade for digital comics I, you know Indeed. absolutely true you know check out the website blockchain park collectibles real rare and unique limited editions next generation uh player and format what do you mean by the next generation player yeah so if you've been on our app at all and, and anyone that hasn't if you you can download our live app right now which is the macroverse app on ios and android we already have a unique format for our stories, which we call a tap story. And so it's different than what you've seen on Webtoons, which is the vertical scroll. It's different than what you see on a phone when you're on uh, another digital platform like Comixology, where you're kind of pinching and zooming around to try to you know, read the story. So we format everything very specifically for the phone. 
Um, and then the expansion into this next phase is we're doing the same thing for tablet and web. So there'll be a phone version, a tablet version, and a web version. And they're all custom crafted for kind of an optimized experience, depending on where you're reading it. So it's one of the kind of cool things in our format is it's not just, a, again, we, we always like to say we're not making a PDF on an iPad. Like that's what we're, we're you know, it's like that. If you want the PDF, go get the print version. That's the best version of that, right? But we want to yeah. give you something that's like really finely tuned for the way that you're reading it, for the place that you're reading it, for the screen that you're reading it on. And so especially in digital, that means, you know, really thinking about what's the best storytelling experience on the phone versus the web versus your iPad um, and making something that is, designed for those experiences. Who came up with the term, the macronauts? That's me. <laughs> that is all me. <laughs> Storytelling all the way. Yeah. Um, yeah and that's actually excellent right here. Energy efficient yeah. uh, blockchain tech. I know that's been actually also a big conversation yeah. lately. You know, and since you have that commentary there, you know, how, how yeah. is this? Yeah, so this is really important to us. And I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because there is, you know, number one, that's been a, a big uh, point of concern in some parts of the creative community, and rightly so. Um, I like to say that, you know, I have a four year old and an almost eight year old, and it's all of my personal opinion is it's my and all of our ability to try to leave them a world that's inhabitable. Um, and so, you know, one of the things about uh, blockchain technology, you know, there's a lot of nuance, honestly, to, you know, how the, what the issues are and what the best solutions to the issues are. And that'll all have to get worked out because this technology is not going anywhere. So now it becomes a question of what are the solutions? Like, you can't just go, I just don't like it. It's going to go away. That's not going to happen. So how can we play our part to be, you know, part of the solution as opposed to contributing to the problem? And so we've got two points of view on that. One is we are building on what's called a layer two solution, which means that all the transactions on our platform are as energy efficient as you can possibly get. It's less than making a post on Facebook. Um, so comparatively, like you know, the amount of energy you're using on our platform compared to posting on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook is actually less um, and then second, um, we are buying carbon offsets for anything that goes beyond that. So we're, we are committed to being carbon negative in everything that we do here um, and want to make sure that the people that come and get involved with what we're doing, you know, feel confident in that as well. Excellent. So it's just as simple as, uh, as folks visiting the macroverse, right? And, and, and you know, getting yeah. to learn more, uh, being part of the community. That app, look at that. Isn't that a gorgeous looking app? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is this is what the app looks now. It's actually you're actually getting a little sneak peek at what the next version of the app is gonna look like here. But it essentially it looks very similar now as well. Um and uh, again you can download it on uh, iOS and Android at the moment. Yeah, and the other thing we've done is um for as kind of a, a special bonus between now and the launch of this next evolution, many of the top series on the app, which are normally subscriber only, are actually free at the moment as well. So we want people to kind of dive in and get a taste of the content and the stories that we're telling, the creators that we're working with. So we've just made that very easy for the next couple of weeks. There you go, folks. Again, you got to check out the app. It is a sweet app, but a lot of great content. As you saw, you know, I just showed you you know, 50 plus creators, yeah. well, the episodes and comics of all types over here. I mean, yeah, 
this content, this community, and what you're yeah. doing with the NFT. Wow, bro. Thanks for, you know, taking some time to actually discuss what you guys are doing. That energy of yours, but you're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard not to be. You know, I I, uh, I hope these are not famous last words, but it feels like we're doing something that's special. And I hope, you know, for us, it's, it's empowering to be able to kind of realize some of these things. But honestly, you know, for anyone that doesn't know my background, I started as an illustrator. I've worked as a designer and illustrator, writer, director, producer. I mean, I've, I've worked all over the kind of the creative uh, sphere that, you know, if you, if you can name an industry in the kind of creative entertainment world, I've probably touched it in some way. Um, and I've been on every side of it. So, you know, I know how much it sucks when you're waiting for a check that's supposed to be in the mail. And I know how much it sucks when, you know, you're doing a, a job with a client that, you know, is, is giving you mixed messages and you can't like figure out how do I get this thing done and how do I make them happy? And, you know, it's like, there are all those components to having a, a creative business. Um, and, you know, we've also been on the producing side. So, you know, we understand working with creators and helping them do the things that they want to do. And we try to be, you know, really uh, empowering to the people that we work with and help them tell the stories that they want to tell. So we've, we've kind of been on all the sides of this equation. And we're so excited about these tools being able to just amplify all of those efforts for us, for the people that we're working with, and hopefully for a much, much larger uh, kind of next generation of, of content creators as well. Um, I'll end with, you know, one of the things that makes me so excited just from from that kind of pure business nuts and bolts point of view. I mentioned this concept of smart contracts earlier. What that really means for us, for us is like you bring a comics project. We launch a comics project together. When we set that up in our system, we're going to go in there and say, here are the let's say the five people that are involved in this project. Person one owns 20% of this. Person two owns 25% of this. Person two owns 10% of this person, you know, so going down that list and assigning like, what is the ownership stake in this project? Whether it's two people, 10 people, a hundred people, and then no one ever has to think about it again. It's coded into the smart contract. It's coded into the blockchain. It's instantaneous. So every time something sells, boom, every person gets an instantaneous transaction to their account. The money is transferred. We don't have to do accounting. You don't have to do accounting. It's transparent on the blockchain, 100%, just like everyone knows, everyone's got what they're supposed to have. And that includes secondary market sales, which gets so crazy powerful. Um, So it's it's awesome. That sounds to me like the perfect poor man's copyright. I haven't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's not even the poor man's copyright. I think we're going to see this. Ha- I honestly believe that we're going to see this over the next few years. That type of accounting, that ki- type of transaction, is just going to become how we do things. Because think about like doing it. We, we at my business partner, my creative partner, and I, we directed the uh, animated creep show Halloween special last year. And, you know, you do an animation production, there's a hundred people involved there, right? Or a film project, there's, you know, sometimes several hundred people involved there. And Adam, who also comes from the traditional film and television world, he gets those residual checks from, you know, a show that he worked on 20 years ago or, you know, whatever. So it's like, you know, in all of these creative industries, comics as well, you know, if you work for Marvel or DC, you get some, you know, tiny percentage of sales in perpetuity at you know certain intervals, you're right? So if you're lucky, right? So, you know, but it's, but you're supposed to, it's like, that's, that's how it's supposed to work, but you've got to wait for 
someone to do the accounting and for net profits and for them to do, you know, sometimes what feels like some Hollywood accounting or like, was it really as as profitable or not profitable as they say it is? And like, you know, there's no way to really understand all of that. But if you could start that, even something at a large scale, that's like an animation production or a a film project and say, you're the hundred people involved and here's what everybody gets paid. And here's who has backend participation and just do all that on the front end on the blockchain it's in the smart contract again no one ever has to think about it that that kind of economy in that in a, in a place that is genuinely a pain point for creators um i think is incredibly powerful it's awesome for us but i think it's going to be incredibly impactful in every creative industry and beyond and we're going to just and we're just going to see this stuff more and more just to repeat that before you go yeah. and, you know you guys help with that smart contract within the yeah. application a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it is all run on that. Yeah. Look at that folks. I mean, yeah. stuff is that you're doing it. All right. Uh, Evan, mm-hmm. I want to thank you for your time today. You've been killing it. I love the energy folks. You know, yeah, trying to help creators out here for real. Again, yeah. I, I, I feel it, bro. You're doing some good to the world right here, man. Blessed with this. Yeah, Thanks, creators better jump on. So follow Evan right here at the bottom. I've been showing it all up on Twitter at Evanverse. Yeah. And of course, check out the website, Macroverse dot com for all things macroverse macroverse you know sign up get part of the community yo for real this is this is real folks this is technology yeah. comics yeah. this is revenue you know what I mean this is something for you guys man opportunity if you will yeah. all right so Kevin, any words uh, thank, thank you and definitely sign up on the website we've got some cool perks for those that get in line early so we're, we'll have some bonus stuff for uh, for the people that jump in there so uh, there yes go. thanks so much man really appreciate you having me on. No, brother, thank you for coming on. You rock. But again, macroverse.com. All right, make sure to check it out. And of course, make sure to check out our website, comicrusaders.com, and also my podcast family over at undercovercapes.com. All right. And also, go visit the Google Play Store. Guess what? We have a Comic Crusaders app as well for all things Comic Crusaders, all in one place. All right. Check it out. Download it today. iOS is coming soon. Thanks for tuning in. Where are you? I'll check this out. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this Comic Crusaders production. For real-time news on all things pop culture, please feel free to follow us on social media. For articles, original content, merchandise, and more, please go to www.comiccrusaders.com. Also follow along with all of the websites of the Comic Crusaders family. As always, if you like this content, please click like and subscribe to the Comic Crusaders YouTube channel.